0: This is kind of jaded
1: with Casey Hill
0: and Caroline. Me, 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 me. Start, Start spreading spreadin the news. The news. <laughs> I'm leaving today. So you're singing that, and then your background is actually different. San so. Francisco. So, for everyone who's not watching the video, um, I'm wearing a
1: virtual
0: fedora a, a virtual fedora casey's <laughs> wearing a virtual chef's hat but a tiny and one it's really tiny i don't know it's if very it's, like...
1: it's giving ratatouille
0: mm. oh my god you know <laughs> what i saw what on tiktok because all i do is go on tiktok Same. um they do this really cool thing i think it's in london i don't know if they do it okay. other places but it's called like taste of film and you watch a movie in this little theater, and they serve you the food and drinks that are in the movie.
1: That's so, so sick. This,
0: the person who posted was watching Ratatouille, and they were like bringing them meals and like oh. drinks and things from Ratatouille. So, they had a Ratatouille, obviously, but it's so cute. I'm also still. Really laughing at your hat. I don't know why it's so like it's, it's made flat. by day. It's so funny. It's a flat hat, a flat fedora. Start spreading your legs. Ah. I'm I in today.
1: I'm obsessed, and um, I'm on the beach with my tiny chef hat. Yeah, we have some stuff to cover this week. We were what? we were texting the other day. And something came up.
0: I was remembering
1: VMA's weekend or week, Mm -hmm. whatever the hell. I think it was 2017. Okay.
0: Yeah. And
1: we need to talk about how you ruined my career.
0: Yeah, I ruined Casey's career. So basically, Casey, how did it go? You were like, hey, babe, I think I was on... I don't even remember. It was like last minute. You're like, hey, I have an extra ticket to the VMAs. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Because I was,
1: yeah, I was invited to the VMAs. And actually, I think technically I was nominated for a VMA because MTV has this thing where you're like the push artist of the month. Okay. And wait, you were nominated? I think so in hindsight. Or maybe I wasn't. I was nominated for an EMA and I don't know if that translated over. In hindsight, now I see maybe why my manager was upset. But man, it—I don't know. I I'm I'm sort of not remembering everything right. Um, but I'm gonna Google.
0: Yeah. If, so basically, if- Casey was potentially nominated, and was like, "Hey, babe, do you want to be my plus one, like be my yeah. guest to VMAs?" And I was like yeah like let's do it I feel like I was like out of town or something and just gotten back and it was really like scrambled like I didn't know what I was gonna wear I ended yeah. up wearing like a see-through bra and dickies um
1: well okay and... I don't and I looked it up I don't think I was nominated maybe I don't I think
0: you were that year
1: I don't but I was so here's the thing is that there's like this MTV push artist thing yeah, yeah they were yeah. nice enough to give me that or do that one month, and then automatically, when you are one of the push artists, they're like, "Here's all the you you get nominated for a VMA as like the favorite push artist." So it mm-hmm. was sort of like a, you know, just like
0: gratuitous,
1: yeah, um, nomination. Anyway, like,
0: you should have been there on
1: time. So sure, and I and also still, I can't remember if I actually was or not.
0: So. Anyway. Nominated. Okay, so basically yeah. she messages me a couple of days before. I'm like, yes, let's go. Let's do this. And listen, LA traffic, honey. <laughs> it's something else. And the VMAs are held at the forum, which is... If anyone's sure. gone to a show at the forum and, like, lives in LA proper, it's, like, f- what, 40 minutes? Can be an hour. Well, and
1: it was also, like, rush hour. It was rush, rush hour, time. hour I think we were supposed to be there at... Like five or something. so You know, just not a great time. It and didn't work was, for me. Guess who was
0: late to get to Casey's? It was me, Karen. Me, me, <laughs> And I, you know why I was late? Because I was putting in a pony, fake ponytail made of probably plastic. And we were late. I missed the red and, carpet. Yeah. Missed the red carpet. But. And. your your, career was over after that
1: my career was over and in my defense here's why where it started to go bad even before you were late okay I was I I hadn't put out my out my first album yet or maybe I had I know I think I'd like put out some songs but I haven't hadn't fully put out the first album there was still some hype around me as like Look at Kanye's whatever new sign. You know, I was still writing off the coattails of that to some extent. Uh Was still on good music, all this stuff. And, you know, however, even though all that was happening, I was kind of like at the bottom of, you know, my advance and. And stuff. And so I did not have a ton of money at the time. I was quite broke. I will say it was it was getting a little bit scary. And I was like, "Woo, I got to put out this album or I got to like, you know, get some other stuff coming in. And styling is really expensive. Okay. And I yeah, and I had a stylist at the time and she was really good. But it's not cheap because then they're like pulling stuff or you have to pay their fee whatever and when you're like going to the vmas you don't want to just like show up in, you know jeans and a (laughs) t-shirt literally (laughs) what what i wore yeah well what i ended up doing i panicked i panicked because i was like i can't pay like i i i could it would be really irresponsible of me to like Pay this fat styling fee. Like, I just need to wing it and I need to do what I can. But
0: you also have great personal style. So I feel like, for I, it's like with styling, I get it and it's great. And a lot of artists need it. And like, when you're, when you're like, a huge artists and you like need looks like back to back to back to back I totally understand like having a stylist or if you'd like need help elevating your style but if you like and it's the VMAs I get that it's like it's a lot of work styling is a bankless intense yeah arduous job and but and but and but and but um I also think that sometimes if you just know what you fucking look good in and you can do it, like, look at like, I mean, I'm sure Avril Lavigne had a stylist, but like her pulling up to the Much Music Video Awards in Toronto with like, like goth jeans and like pulled her ass out. And like it said, MMVAs on her ass. Like, you know, I'm sure I she mean, like came I'm up sure with that she herself. Had, I don't know. I feel like she probably had a stylist that was like. She probably did, but she was probably like, I want to wear what I want. Yeah. I feel like she wore a white beater and a tie and I'm sure she had a stylist, but sometimes sure. you can just fucking do it. And well, I know you can.
1: Thank you. But as, I think at the time I didn't have a lot of faith in that. And mm-hmm. and I don't think I, I had great style from the beginning. Like I grew up in Arizona. I love and your just style. Like, I feel you like, thank you. I feel like I look good now, but like there was a time where I feel like I didn't. Maybe because it was just like Arizona vibes, like rainbow flip flops and skinny Perfect. jeans. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was a you definitely time. a stylist probably helped you elevate your look.
1: It's evolved. It's evolved. Yeah. So wow, I'm glad you think it. I mean, honestly, I'm honored. I love you. Lo- think you that.
0: Always look good. God, thank God, I always you. love what you wear. I think yeah, the same truly. about you. Oh um, uh, well, it's really funny because we're both wearing the same top. <laughs> <laughs> that We're wearing the exact same top from Skims. From
1: Skims, this is from our girl Kim.
0: Thanks, Not Kim.
1: Sponsored, but
0: Fedora we are is the same top. Models own.
1: I will say, <laughs> chef's hat. Models own. I will say, this <laughs> is a good tank top.
0: No, it's the best tank top. It is supportive. Mm-hmm. It's great quality.
1: Yep, Babe, I, I wish it were a little rave thicker. About
0: skims. Yeah, you're right. Like I, so I, I can... will rave about Skims till the day I die.
1: Same. Um. Okay, so back to the VMAs. So yeah. I'm already panicking about what to wear, and my manager at the time is already slightly disappointed in me for this, you know, specific thing. Debacle. Debacle. Not knowing what I'm gonna wear. Not taking it seriously, perhaps. And. At the time I was also a little burnt out of, you know, all the events and things like that, where I was mm. like, what is this even doing for me? You know, and yeah. I was just I wasn't feeling it. So
0: You were getting very like anti-establishment, like fuck the VMAs.
1: I was getting a little bit anti-establishment. And what I ended up wearing, I don't know if there's a picture of me anywhere, but I wore um just like a cut off tank top wife beater. We don't call it that now, but you know what I mean. Cut off Wait, little... babe, there
0: is a picture. I posted it the other day, remember? No,
1: but that was where I wore, what I wore to the after party. Oh. Wait, to do the actual thing, I wore that little cutoff shirt. Same cutoff shirt, but then I wore a pair of light wash, super wide leg Margella jeans. jeans. You remember yes. that?
0: Oh my God, I forgot you wore those.
1: Yeah, they're like super wide leg, frayed hem Margella jeans. And then I wore like a strappy little sandal. Not a bad look, Okay. I but, loved it. Thank you. It but fucking I,
0: cool. But it wasn't a, I don't know if it was a red carpet look. You know? What's a red carpet look? I feel I like if know. you're gonna, if you're gonna, the, the VMAs, I mean, it's not like you're going to the fucking Oscars, right? The VMAs sure. are a little more like edgy. Like there are a lot of artists who show up in like jeans and there are a lot of artists who show up in like gowns. Like it's all over the place. So I feel like you could get away with being like pared down you know maybe
1: i could have done glam maybe i could have maybe i should have been the one
0: late putting in a ponytail (laughs) yeah maybe babe
1: so anyway i'm at home panicking and kara is is not there she's late and i'm telling my manager my manager is like you need to get here you need to get here at this at this time where they're closing on the red carpet and he's like it's really crazy and i was like more and more i was like e and he was like He was like, if your friends aren't supporting your career, they are not
0: real friends. (laughs) No, he did not go that far.
1: It just to that extent where he was so serious where he was like, You need to leave them behind.
0: Yeah, babe. Oh my god. I I think I offered to. Didn't I say I'll just meet you there? Sure,
1: you did, but
0: I was pretty sure anxious and I I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I was like, I think I remember. Or maybe I'm just, no, I'm pretty sure I was like, if you need to go, I'll just meet you there. But you definitely I th- did. I don't think you wanted to go. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> um, so it's, and yeah, So I ruined your career. Okay. You
1: did, essentially. So Kara was late, and therefore I was late, and they had just closed the red carpet. But, like, here's my thing what is going to a VMA red carpet before I have a first album out or like not that many people cared about what I was doing. It's just kind of like I should have done it. Sure. I should have done it, but my heart was not in it at that time. You know what I mean? Um, and long story short, maybe I would be somewhere different had I gone to that <laughs> VMA's red carpet and had Kara not had to put in a ponytail. We had a good night, though. We probably wouldn't have this podcast if we weren't late to the VMAs in 2017. Yeah, babe.
0: We probably <laughs> wouldn't be wearing fedoras and chef hats. <laughs> and what kind of life is that? I don't want that life. I don't want that life. If I can't
1: wear my tiny chef hat on my podcast on the beach, I don't want it.
0: No, I don't want it. But, you know, we ended up getting there and we had a good time. And yeah. It was the year Katy Perry sang. Sing swish swish. Swish bish. Wasn't she hosting it? Was she? Maybe. I don't remember. I think she was the host. And it's a year like Miley performed younger now. Oh yeah. And I think and oh and Lil' Uzi Vert performed. And then wait, was Sean Mendez. I was gonna
1: bring up. Do you remember Shawn Mendes at the after party? Yeah, baby, he's like,
0: I want to play. Wait, what? What at the after party? He was so good though. <laughs> he was so good. He's like, I want to play. Zing, 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 zing. And we were like, Oh, yeah. Honestly,
1: he slayed.
0: He, he burned slayed down the house. Booties, he slayed. and then we were like, You're gay, babes. I mean, what happened with not... him? At he didn't say that.
1: He's not. I mean, he won't. I don't want to out him, but that's Babe, so, that's my personal. Don't worry,
0: he's outed himself.
1: <laughs> um, he's not gay; he should be. Yeah, but um, what were you gonna say?
0: What was he doing at the after party? Where was just it existing,
1: Friday? and we were like, "Wow, that's Sean Mendez. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we were just looking.
1: We're like, wow.
0: "Yeah, he was hot." He's a really yeah. like beautiful specimen. Huh? He is
1: a beautiful person. Like good for him. Inside you know, but, and out. Yeah. He's kind of like one of those people that is, if he were just a man in LA, I would not at all be attracted to him. Cause I'm not attracted to it. Like hot. Yeah. Me
0: neither. model men. You know, yeah, he's very model.
1: Yeah. He's like too
0: good looking. And I'm like, mm. mm-hmm. you know but you were when you saw him go. Oh, don't cry. Yeah,
1: exactly. But no, anyone that's any man that's kind of like modely or like you know like that. I'm no, just like no. I hate that. i it's just not for me. No, it's not for me, me either.
0: I've never loved like a very classic. I mean, I like like I don't know. I just like him not instantly like that guy's the guy for me if he's like hot, you know. He's gotta like, have a little like something going on. He's
1: gotta have a little like edge. He's gotta have yeah. a little like
0: he's gotta have like weakness
1: or I don't know. He's gotta
0: have like a hairy back or something. <laughs> he's gotta have some sort of quirk. Like a
1: snaggle tooth. So like... Yeah,
0: or like a weird finger. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it's so true. Um, but yeah, I'm really glad that We both sabotaged my career because we would not be here. You had the foresight.
0: Yeah, I knew. I was like, I can't let her do this. I can't let her. I was holding you back, baby. He was right. I know something holding you back. the, The punchline of that that I loved was that
1: I was like panicking. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I missed the red carpet. And his response was, you can try harder next year. Which just kills me. And I think it's so funny in hindsight.
0: Yeah, babe. And then you ended up parting ways.
1: Yeah, I do love him, though. Um I mean, it you know, so like, nice. I, I love him. I have fond memories of that time. We just had different goals. And I was also just, I had no idea what I was doing. And I also, like, I look back on, like, a lot of stuff when I was younger. Music shit. And I really don't know if I wanted it that bad. You know what I mean,
0: yeah. You just get caught up in this like the hamster wheel and you're just like, "Oh, ok,
1: yeah. And I it was so like it was so fast that I didn't have time to really like understand what all of that world looked like or felt like, or you know, it, it felt like it's I was... also
0: new, too. yeah, and, like strange, and you're trying to navigate. And that's why it's like funny being you know, independent and, like, looking back on these experiences and things that you were doing and had, and you're like, oh, shit, like, that's... Did I drop the ball?
1: I feel like... <clears throat> Sorry, I had some fun. Um, seasonal allergies, guys. Um, mm-hmm. It's bad in LA right now, but I think there is probably a lot of people who are given big opportunities at a young age, whether it be like getting accepted into you know a great university or you know having a big opportunity with like a sports career whatever it is and you once you get there you're like oh wait this isn't what I thought it was um Mm -hmm. and you're but you're kind of forced to like keep going not forced in your head You're like, maybe if I just keep going, it'll be okay. Or I'll be like convinced that it's what I want. And that's also, that also goes to the idea of the sunken cost fallacy. Do you know about that?
0: No. Tell me.
1: The idea that it's like, well, I've already invested this much time, this much money. I might as well keep going. Mm. Even if you don't want it.
0: Or it's not
1: actually going to
0: be good for you. You're just like,
1: I've come this far might as well keep going
0: yeah it's so hard also with the music industry because it's like there we there's so many like versions of success i guess and like i mean i guess in life in general too but it's like what is it's what is it that you want you know is it yeah like Do you want to be able to just like live comfortably and make money and like have a nice chill life and like some privacy and be able to like sell out shows and have like a cult following like that's amazing and ideal or do you want like super pop stardom like no sleep like like sold out tours millions and millions of dollars like there's so many different versions of like it. You know, like having a career in music and yeah, I guess you just kind of have to sit with yourself and be like, okay, like what is, because I think for so long I was like, I want like Gaga success and all this shit. And then I think about it now and I'm like, yes, like I'm like, it's harder for me to, you know, picture myself that way because I feel like if people are staring at me every day or like people are following me with cameras or things like that or if I had like all this pressure and people working for me I feel like I might want to run away you know yeah yeah but maybe that's because I'm so far from that now that you have to
1: like, like accept
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, a lot of that stuff seems really scary to me now when it didn't when I was younger. Like, having a balanced life is really important for me and being able to, like, make music and, like, obviously make money off of it and be able to sell out tours and all that. But then I think about the lifestyle and I'm like, fuck, would I, like, be miserable? Like, always being away from home, never, like not seeing like family like you know yeah 100% I think that like
1: wow I really lost my train of thought in like two seconds but I completely agree it was the chef hat it really distracted me but I completely agree and I think that um something that I've been thinking about a lot is like I spent a lot of time feeling shame about like not making enough money like the uh, full disclosure the past 12 months for me have not been my finest financially I'm like Mm -hmm. head above water I'm really grateful I can pay my bills but like we've seen better days in the old bank yeah okay yeah and I think I used to feel a lot of shame over the idea of of not being financially secure, which is funny Mm -hmm. because I work a job that isn't. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think that's maybe something that I've just like internalized growing up or whatever is that like, if you're not financially secure, you must not be working hard enough or you must be doing something wrong or, you know, whatever. When in actuality, like it's just a part of life, you're going to have ups and downs, especially Mm -hmm. if you, you don't come from, Money and it has nothing to do with your uh, character or your value as a person, mm-hmm. but kind of like deprogramming that yeah. and realizing that I think like my ultimate goal in life and this sounds so cheesy. Well, you can laugh at me. This is so fucking corny. I'm even saying it, but it's true. Like my goal in life is just to be happy. Like I don't want to yeah do something
0: at the cost of being miserable. Exactly. And babe, think of how many, I mean, if you have like a great support system, like obviously you can have major, major financial or commercial success and be, you know, happy. But like more often than not, artists are miserable. (laughs) They are. Like, Like one, whether you have like, no money or you have millions, millions and millions of dollars. Like there's like, you know, more money, truly more problems and like more people needing things from you and less like privacy and less autonomy. And like, I don't know. Yeah. I agree with you. Happiness. It's just like, what does happiness look like for you? Probably having bees in a garden.
1: Oh my God. That's something else I need to talk about. I got bees this
0: week. Yeah and um that's fucking crazy yeah
1: i have to, there's a friend of mine acquired two hives of bees and i am how a co-parent of one hive you can order bees
0: you can order bees online yeah Bills and, bees. and this is good because it's like, aren't the bees getting... really
1: good for the environment? We're yes. losing bees, so if you have space and resources to have a beehive in your yard, I highly recommend you do so. Are people but,
0: weird about it, like
1: neighbors? Um, it's a decently large. They don't live at my house, so they okay. They have enough space, but even if they were at my house, they would be they would be fine. I think. Like, I don't think anyone would really know. We had yeah. bees. yeah. Because, sure, there's like some they extra bees. Close. Yeah, like they do their thing. And there's also just bees out in the world at any it's point. It's true.
0: Thank you like for letting me, me know. know.
1: There's actually bees in the world.
0: <laughs> Literally bees.
1: Literally there's bees. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But I don't think it would be... As long as you have some space. I think some places have ordinances where you can you have to keep a beehive a certain distance away from a house like I was looking it up and in Arizona at least Phoenix I think you have to keep the hive at least five feet away from the home which isn't that
0: far literally my foot
1: yeah so
0: that's literally five of my feet that's literally five of my feet so it it just depends so having the bees what is the sole purpose? Just to, like, protect the bees? Are you getting honey? Happiness, you... honey,
1: protection, everything. Okay, that's
0: so cute. So, you wear your little beekeeper suit. Mm-hmm. And, and you... then what?
1: Well, on Saturday, we picked up the bees from Bill's Bees. We got six Shout pounds out Bill's of bees. bees. Shout out Bill's Bees. We got six pounds of bees. Um, we had made hives for them previously, so... We took the queen out of her little box. She comes in a little queen box away yeah, from I saw everyone. With the
0: marshmallow.
1: Yeah. So you put a little marshmallow at the end of the queen box. So she doesn't escape and you put her in and then you dump the rest of the bees in separately. So basically they take a few days to accept the new queen and they're like, do we like you? Do we not? And then they pretty you know, much they- like us
0: it's like queens and you need some time to accept us but then you fall in love with us (laughs) subscribe and like our podcast
1: exactly (laughs) so that's what happens so now we have bees and i hope they live long beautiful lives and make lots of honey and how long do bees live
0: i don't know some (laughs) beekeeper you are bitch (laughs) I'm telling the bees. You don't know anything about it. Name three bees. Okay. Um. Bumble. Wait.
1: Jerry Seinfeld in the bee movie. Beyonce.
0: And Beyonce. There we go.
1: There's three. Oh, yeah. That's Jerry three... Seinfeld
0: in the bee movie.
1: That's three bees. Name three famous bees that inspire you. Most men can't.
0: <laughs> Most men can't, babe. Most men Literally cannot name three bees. women. <laughs> Name three women right now. Uh, I literally don't know. Uh, I've never met. I've one. never met one. Uh, I've never heard of them. You, me, my mom. <laughs> okay, tell me to name three men: Sean Mendez, Harry Styles, and uh, Leonardo. Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> Oh my I, god, and Buddha.
1: Buddha, I have a little Buddha right here.
0: And Buddha. And Buddha. Is Buddha a man or like a spirit? Was Buddha real? Okay, maybe we need to edit this out because I'm dumb. I I think it's a, I think he was a real person. <laughs> okay, I'm pulling up Google because you know.
1: We, we have another, okay, so while you pull up Google, mm-hmm. I wanted to do something a little different today. And just get some some listener input. Um, so I asked you guys to tell us your secrets, and mm-hmm. we got some interesting secrets. We've got all got something. Um, oh yeah, Buddha was real. Bye. Okay, okay. Buddha was real. Okay, so we've all got something to get off our chest. Um, so. Should we get into some secrets?
0: Yeah, babe. Honestly, I just want to unpack
1: them. Mm-hmm.
0: Also, do you remember, quickly, do you remember Honesty Box? Of course. And Form spring. I got roasted on Honesty no. <laughs> babe, People would roast me. Really? I don't what know What is there why. to roast? I don't know. People just like wanted to knock me down. You were too powerful. I was powerful. I was like, mm, my space. I remember I people just loved roasting my ass. That's I would never roast you, babe. Roast me. I can.
1: I would never it. roast you. Wait, I remember one form spring thing where it wasn't me, but I don't know why I think about this. Probably once a month, at least. There was this girl who definitely was not in the in crowd. Um, and I she hope she's doing okay. She was a little odd. And she kind of, she was one of those people that kind of did it to herself. Like, she enjoyed
0: I wonder if she's egging people
1: now. on. Probably. No, <laughs> she was more, like, gothy. Anyway. Oh, maybe it's me. <laughs> I'm like, her name was Kara? Caroline? 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 Um. Anyways, someone went on her form spring and told her, you smell like wet noodles. And? that's it and i just think about it all the time because i'm like what does that mean what does that smell like
0: i know that smell just but like did kind of like warm i never got oh close i enough. feel like it's like wet noodle like starchy Ugh, that's fucked yeah she probably still smells like wet noodles that's like yeah it doesn't go away or maybe it was just like puberty like like hormones you know that smell of like recess in school Yes, yeah, so like kind of sweaty yeah where like people yeah. are outside and then they Maybe come in they're it. sweaty and like they just have this like teenager stench that's just like yeah disgusting and like wetness so Maybe you're saying it. she
1: probably actually did smell like wet noodles
0: yeah for sure i mean that just <laughs> doesn't come out of nowhere
1: yeah i guess so i couldn't tell i thought always thought it was just i really did need
0: accutane and someone wrote that in my book my my book <laughs> My honesty <laughs> box. They're like, get Accutane. I was like, okay. And I got it. <laughs> I
1: like, That's fucked. Okay. Fine. So let's, let's start into some secrets. We'll try and get through a number of them because you guys have secrets. So, number one, and these will all be anonymous because they're secrets. Um, yeah. Someone said, dating my current boyfriend for nine months now, but I'm still in love with my ex. I dated for three years.
0: Okay. Well, see what i would do wait someone said they were in love with you also i saw that on your secrets um okay nine months nine months into a relationship that's like honeymoon phase so if you're not into this person maybe it's not right why
1: I'm saying maybe it's not right if you're not in the honeymoon oh, yeah, phase Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still. Like, it's
0: not right. If you're, yeah. if you're in the honeymoon phase and you're, you're still having feelings for your ex, maybe you need to not be with this person. Or you need to make peace with whatever. Maybe you have some unfinished business with your ex. Maybe they were toxic and you're in this, like, cycle that you don't really miss them but you're like addicted to the chaos of your ex Mm. I don't know there's many things you just have to do some like self-reflection and maybe you're still in love with your ex because they were the person for you and and you will know soon and you will break up with your current boyfriend or maybe
1: it just like takes time to get over people or maybe I feel like some people kind of never get over certain loves
0: yeah like I still well I don't really have I mean I, like saying I have feelings for my exes I don't have feelings for my exes at all but I have like fond memories yeah. from certain like that will pop up in my head where I'm like oh yeah that was like you know you have those positive memories from yeah. old partnerships and that can maybe if, if it's a fresh breakup like you dated them for three years that's A long time and maybe you're still kind of thinking of these good memories and it's making you feel like you still care but maybe you don't it does take a while to get over someone that's why I always suggest I mean do whatever you want but I always suggest taking time for yourself when you get out of a relationship because I think it really helps you enter new relationships with like clean-ish slate rather than like letting things bleed into one another not that I mean it's sometimes it's avoidable but I like really taking like alone time so true okay
1: someone else said oops I dropped my phone I feel like an imposter when my friends think I'm growing and becoming a better man this is interesting I think what they're saying is like you internally feel like you're not actually growing, but your friends think that you're like mm. becoming a better person and growing.
0: That's interesting.
1: I feel that too. Sometimes I feel like sometimes what we project onto the world is can be a better version of who what who we actually think we are.
0: You know, or you are showing like this is the thing it's like when you have a drastic change in like weight or something where you see yourself every day. So you don't really like notice these things, but someone who doesn't see you every day or is looking at you from out from the outside in notices like drastic changes. So maybe like you're not realizing that you are, you know, growing that much, but your friends notice it because you know, being around you is, you know, you seem like there's more growth or you're just maturing in a way. So maybe they notice it because we're also, you know, incredibly hard on ourselves. Yeah. Even me, I'm like, you know, every day I'm like, I'm a loser. And then my <laughs> friends are like, you're doing amazing. You're so doing great. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a loser. <laughs> I think that's that's a good point. Like you... It's
1: hard to see growth in yourself until you really look back sometimes and are yes. like, oh, wow. And like so, I did that,
0: you're yes. like, I would, definitely would have showed up to the VMAs on time and I wouldn't have made you late <laughs> if it were me today.
1: I mean, and I probably would have just been like, okay, I'll meet you there because I wouldn't have been so insecure. Yeah. <laughs> it would go <laughs> alone, you know? <laughs> like it just wouldn't yeah no I think that's I feel like that's a very relatable idea um someone said I wonder if you are actually ginger a lot sorry
0: Um, Kara do
1: you want to take this one do
0: you want to let them know um I'm not ginger thank you for asking (laughs) I have had like fire uh, fire engine red hair once or twice but i am not ginger i'm naturally a brunette so thank you for asking <laughs> um okay someone here says i love my lesbian friend like i'm trying to understand is it like i are I'm they love i'm in love with my lesbian friend or i love them and i don't support them being a lesbian
1: either way i'm glad you are experiencing love.
0: experiencing yeah
1: um someone Ooh. said, huh?
0: You <laughs> trying to go <laughs> back to it.
1: Yeah, I'm like, like moving, moving on. on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm feeling like everything is just falling apart and I don't know what to do about it. Honestly, join um, the club. Join the club.
0: Listen, all I I feel like personally when I feel like that, which is often, I can isolate myself a lot and just like get in my head. And sometimes it does really help. Reaching out to somebody else, a friend or family member or whoever, to just say, you know, it. I don't feel strong right now, or I feel like everything's falling apart, and just have a good cry or a vulnerable conversation, and then you will realize that most people feel that way, and that everything's going to be okay.
1: That was actually beautiful and very insightful and helpful. But it's it's true. I think. The more you talk about stuff like that, I think it can get rid of some of its power over it or over yeah, you. For sure. because, yeah, you realize that so many people at whatever points in their life are going through it or have been have gone through it. That feeling of like, oh, my God, I'm losing control of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think something that's also really helpful, this is going to be an annoying response, but it's true. Yoga. Something that's very, I was going to say any kind of mindfulness practice, whether it oh, be truly. yoga, meditation, grounding yourself, whatever it is, focusing on the present moment and understanding that in this present moment, hopefully you are fine. You are okay. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, the earth is still here. Your feet are planted and focusing on things, you know, to be absolutely true. And a lot of the times, the idea of like, I'm losing control of everything, everything's falling apart, is not absolutely true, you
0: know? It's your inner saboteur.
1: Yes. So So finding... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I was just going to say, try and find a mindfulness practice, whatever that means to you. And like... Totally. You know, feel present.
0: I saw, I don't know, I follow like therapists on TikTok and Instagram and all that shit, but... I remember coming across a video where someone explained like anxiety or like intrusive thoughts as like trying to picture it as a kind of like a demon <laughs> and like picture yourself in your room and those like harsh like self thoughts of self-hatred or intrusive thoughts or anything that's trying to like bring you down or make you feel shitty about yourself or that everything's like nothing's going right. Picture that as like its own separate entity as like this demon in the side of the room, just like like a the devil on your shoulder, just like telling you that like this is the way it is when in actuality it usually is just your mind playing tricks on you and trying to like bring yourself down so I feel like that's really helped me kind of dismiss it and be like don't listen to that side of my brain like I just am like no I'm not listening to you shut up like that's not the truth that's not a fact I'm okay I'm healthy I'm here like life is stressful and it can like bog you down but if you just like like you said be mindful in the present and recognize that those thoughts aren't necessarily real. Um, or they're not truths, you know. Then yeah. you can kind of like pull yourself out of it. Take away. And their also, power. you can always email us or call us, and we'll help you out. If you ever feel alone,
1: Just send us the DM. DM. Um, yeah.
0: yeah, don't call us.
1: Don't call us. Um, <laughs> someone said, "I'm terrified." This one actually is good. I'm, I mean, they're all good. God, me saying this one's actually good. I did a new adding fuel to the fire. You cut. So, oh my, God, I did not mean that. Okay. You didn't mean that. Someone else said, "I'm sweet. terrified of
0: turning out like my mother." oh my God, you think that's not my number one fear? And I am my mother. The, the thing, thing is, is, is everyone becomes their mother. And I, am, I understand the fear because
1: there are inevitably things that you desperately do not want to take from your parents. Yeah. You know, where you're like, I cannot, like, I can't live that a second time. And I think-
0: You can be- work that out of the equation you can work it out
1: yeah being conscious of the the specific things that you really do not like and do not want for yourself um can hopefully help you kind of work those things out because at the end of the day like we are a product of our environment and like we truly are you're gonna end up like your mother your father whatever so it's just like be conscious of the things that you don't like. But end of the day,
0: we are all our mother. It can, Yeah, we all are our mother. We can also, it's, it's funny because it's such a like negative thing. You're like, I'm becoming my mother. Like <clears throat> I'm becoming my father. But I think that if you just accept that you will have traits of your parents and just focus on like, making positive changes to, I don't know, we're all flawed. Right. And like our parents have flaws and like, we're you're all, you obviously notice the flaws because they're your parents. And, you know, we, we're all going to have our own flaws. So just if you, I don't know, for me, I love my mom and I think she's incredible, but there are obviously things that I'm like, I do not want to be that. So I actively try to like check myself when I'm like falling into these habits that are very of my family dynamic. Um yeah, and if you're just on top of like therapy and I think if you if you go to therapy and you are aware and you try to be your best self, you're fine. Agree.
1: Yeah. Okay. Next. When
0: I have feelings for someone, I can't fuck them. Wow, that's so interesting. I'm the opposite. Really? I need to like like someone to have sex with them. N- not me. When I was younger, I was a whore. But we me, all were. Yeah, I was. We such all a whore. were. I was a big whore. Um, <laughs> but like maybe post like twenty six. Or maybe post-25, like, I have to really, like, have a connection with someone to be able to see mm-hmm. with them.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. we've also both been in decently long yeah. relationships at this point. Yeah. Um, but that's really interesting. I'm sure there's – I'm sure that – I mean – you know yeah it I, I want to like, know emotional intimacy things attached to yeah, it. yeah
0: and I also am curious like I feel like that has to do a lot with like experiences you've been through yeah Um, but again therapy will help you get to the bottom of it I'm maybe sure you're in therapy and maybe you don't like therapy but if you're interested in knowing what why that is I'm sure a therapist could help you out I'm
1: sure they're in therapy but I feel like that's yeah. that's really interesting thanks for sharing yeah
0: Thanks okay another
1: interesting one never do LSD i am currently in my 6th week of psychosis i am literally not myself oh my that God. is terrifying
0: that's terrifying i've done LSD a couple times you know you do have to be thanks for for you know bringing awareness to that because you do have to be very careful if you do like some people have like mental health issues i actually know people who have gone through this yeah same that get triggered buy drugs that like kind of are not like laying dormant but they are you know a smaller issue and then when you are like using drugs that are like mind-altering they can trigger or like exacerbate is that the right word yeah Um, sure the issue and yeah you have to be really careful I'm really sorry you're going through that I hope you have the help and support that you need and I feel like you can bounce back from it um but yeah it's definitely fucking scary so what are
1: you doing right now it looks like you're shaving your legs
0: I'm putting lotion on my thighs (laughs) (laughs) and I forgot that I feel like we're just chatting I know we've (laughs) been here thing about this podcast (laughs) we're just chatting we're just chatting
1: okay maybe should we do a couple more and then close it up
0: yeah babe let's do it
1: okay this is interesting I still have many close friends but the numbers are getting smaller as I get older why is that
0: oh babe Casey you want can my tell you a lot about that that's yeah.
1: totally me I I find more and more as I get older I really enjoy the people that I enjoy and I value my time so much that oh, exactly. I I I kind of I don't make as much of an effort for my like outer skirt of friends and that's mm-hmm. not to that's not bad like I see them at parties or you know whatever mm-hmm. I see them around but when I'm talking about like you know close friends I don't
0: know I, I feel like that's really normal the older you it's get it's so you just, normal it's so I'm the normal. same way everyone I know that's like when you age especially I feel like you notice it a lot at those kind of like big moments in your life like when you're you know, coming out of your 20s and your 30s. And I'm sure it happens to a lot of people when they become parents, like, it's just, that's life, you have different chapters, different friends from the past that you lose touch with. And yeah, I think just keeping a small circle is really healthy. And like, you're not you can be like a really present friend because you're not like wearing yourself so thin. And like, I noticed when I was younger, I was so social and had so many friends and I would exhaust myself and my social Mm -hmm. battery would be like, I, and I learned through that, that I need a lot of alone time to like recharge or else like I can't be a good present friend so I think like cutting your circle down is yeah, extremely normal and extremely healthy and can help you you know um kind of like nurture and focus and hone in on like the your really, you know, meaningful friendships and can help you just yeah, be a better friend and a more present friend. I think it's very normal, so don't beat yourself up.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, one more thirty-year-old virgin. I'm decent-looking. No ability to gauge body language. Missed obvious chances. Hmm. It sounds like you want to have 30's sex with fine,
0: someone. I I mean, any age being a virgin, it doesn't matter. Sex yeah. I, is whatever.
1: Yeah. I mean, I understand. You know, at that point, you probably feel. Or maybe I would feel like a little. It's so yeah. far away, or or kind of like yeah. you've gone so far without it that I know you it, like it's psych more yourself intimidating. Out. Yeah, it's like more in, one of those things that maybe is like more intimidating and feels bigger the longer you go without it.
0: Yeah, for but sure.
1: the right person will, if you want it, I think, who will make you feel comfortable and maybe you just need someone that like really understands you and your kind of like communication on a, a specific and deep level. And, and, uh, you know, maybe that person just hasn't like come into your life yet. Maybe they will, but also I was just talking to a friend about this. I think like societally we make love and relationships into like, this is the ultimate, you know,
0: validation
1: validation and also like purpose in life is like being in love being married being in a relationship whatever
0: makes you feel like a better person or something like somebody loves me
1: or like your life is incomplete without it and maybe Mm -hmm. maybe I'm also coming from you know a place where I am in a relationship and and I get that I get that kind of perspective but there are a lot of people in the world who do not have you know, romantic relationships, and and still manage to live like very fulfilled, exciting, yeah, lives. Absolutely,
0: so
1: I would, you know, focus on that maybe. And I don't, I don't know. I I think that uh, someone will hopefully come around that understands you, and that you understand well enough and feel comfortable
0: enough with to open up to, yeah, internally. and also. I think once again, like we were talking about the like pressure and the yeah, that fear because it's been, you know, I'm sure like your friends or whatever, like maybe you're in your head about it, but like don't put too much pressure on it. Sex is sex. We're all, you know, it's not, it's a big deal, but it's also not that big of a deal. So just like, don't get too in your head about it. The time comes you will go for it and you know if it's not for a while that's fine too just you know just just just
1: Just, you know just that's such good advice okay Okay, I'm gonna do one more
0: yeah because these are fun because these are so fun and um I don't want to take my fedora off though. I'm. Pet. I know. I'm scared. Like, what's know, life? I might just stay on Zoom for the rest of the night with what's my What's life
1: gonna be like without my tiny chef hat?
0: I don't know. And babe. your tiny
1: fedora that when you turn sideways, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a visor. It looks like a visor from the side.
1: Wait, your leg just disappeared, right? Go.
0: It went in the ocean.
1: Uh, I love this pod. Okay, last one. Just moved to Phoenix or I fucked it up. I fucked it
0: up already. Okay. Okay. Well,
1: just moved to LA from Phoenix with someone and I'm already annoyed by their presence.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Same babe. Honestly. Like, yes, I get it. I get it. You're like, get off me. It's really hard picking up and moving somewhere with somebody and like moving to a new place or maybe I don't know your situation but maybe you guys don't have like a circle of friends yet or like you guys are just you two in this new city that's hard so hard
1: i like and... i'm kind of grateful that i moved here alone otherwise yeah, i think i would be too. annoyed with the person i move with being my only lifeline yeah you know? because then
0: there's this like codependency thing or maybe yeah. one person's more dependent on the other person. Mm-hmm. Sounds um, like and that can get you into a place of resentment. So maybe you just have a conversation with the person you're there with and just be like, hey, listen, we need to like branch off and have like a our own independent lives and I don't Kara, know it's hard. Though. Wait, Kara, is your nipple out? Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It sure as hell was (laughs) me being like, just branch off and get your own independent life and my nipples out and I'm wearing a fedora. Okay. That is what it is, babe. (laughs) That is just is what it is. As they say it in New York, it is what it is. That's one thing about this shirt, though.
1: <laughs> well, I have In to, I,
0: I wear a bra because it's like too see through. Yeah, but you know, I don't wear a bra, babe. You know, these things. I know. I've gotten like less nipply over the years. I don't know. I know. That's a funny thing that happens with age. You feel like you're like, like I used my nipples used to be flying around town, and now they still are, but now I feel like weird when I'm like talking to someone. And they're and my, like, like and my nipples staring. are looking at them. And I'm like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Because <laughs> this is awkward.
1: <laughs> They're like, there's two sets of eyes looking at me. Yeah. I'm like,
0: look at my eyes, please. <laughs>
1: You're like, i like, up, up here.
0: <laughs> I'm done. I'm
1: done. Okay. Um, God, that is really funny.
0: Honestly, yeah. everybody, thanks for sending in your secrets. Like, Thank you. If those are your secrets, you guys are chilling. You guys
1: it? are great.
0: You're awesome. We love our fans. We love our I don't our even want to get into
1: my secrets. No, babe. My secrets are fucked. I just don't. Like, I, I can't. We're not going to
0: go there. It's too okay. scary. It's well, too the dark. sun is setting in San Francisco, so I must be off. Ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now. Okay, bye. There we go. Love you, babes. I'll see you next week. Bye.